Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Andrea Town. Today's episode, I have on the love of my life. Um, no, it's not Rocco the dog. It is my daughter, Elena Barba Giovanni, makeup artist extraordinaire. And uh, we have a lot of fun. So I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Okay, let's go. Next up, Town. Welcome to this week's episode of Andrea Town. Um, we did uh, have a guest scheduled today, but um, he flaked. And he went missing. What? He went missing. He went missing. Yeah, we're very concerned about him. Yeah. So while we have a search team out looking for him, my daughter, the beautiful and talented Elena Barbara Giovanni, decided to uh, to help us out today and join the podcast. Yes. So, um, hi. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so nervous. Are you nervous? Really? Is this your very first podcast? My very first one, yes. So catch us up on what's been going on in your in your life, Elena. Well, I live in LA and I'm working as a makeup artist. I'm 21 years old. That's been fun. And she's off limits, guys. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, and so what so originally, what was your plan? You were going to go to college. I did go to college. I went to San Francisco State for about a year and a half. I uh, decided it wasn't for me. Was very lost, confused, didn't know what I wanted to do. And makeup has always been my passion since I was a little girl. So I decided to follow that passion and dream and make it a reality. And and here you are. And here I am in my mom's podcast talking about it <laughs> you've made it i've made it dreams do come true they everybody do. follow your heart um so when you made that decision what was one of the major um like like how did you know that you were moving in the right direction or did you not know was it a i felt scary... very happy making the decision i was i was scared of course leaving my friends leaving my new life but when I thought about leaving and going to makeup school and going back home to Burbank, California, it made me very happy. Yeah. So that's how I knew it was the right decision. And it was did, still scary, but yeah. you just have to take that leap of faith sometimes and hope it works out. So what would you say to kids that are like in college right now and are listening to this and are super unhappy and they're like, oh my God, I'm unhappy. I want to go back home. If you're home. unhappy, you need to do something about it because doing nothing and being unhappy and going to school and... Spend especially if you go away to college, you're spending so much money. And if it's not worth it to you, then you need to make that decision and find out what's best for you. Find out what makes you happy. Because I know if you're going to be in a career, you, it needs to be something that fulfills you. Yeah. When Ava Devine was on the show, she said that somebody had said to her once, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. Right. But you'll still enjoy it. So... Where did you see your life going when you were in college? Like, what did you see as the I next step? I have no idea. I was thinking about nutrition and being a dietitian because I was super into nutrition at the time. I was vegan, so I was always super conscious of what I was eating. And so you were you were thinking about being a dietitian? Why? Because you wanted to help people become vegan, or what was? Your um, thinking? I think it was just finding out what kind of foods make you feel good. And I always had a lot of stomach pain and stomach issues as a child. Um, so I think it's interesting how food can really take a toll on you, like mentally and just physically. And it's interesting to me how food is medicine. Mm. So I still am really interested in that, but I don't want to do it as a profession. As a career. Yeah. Um, tell me about the journey going vegan, because I also know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are vegan, have been vegan. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like it's sort of a, I know for me, it was a journny. I was vegan at one time mm -hmm. and then it didn't work. And then I went back and kind of back and forth. So mm -hmm. what was your journey like? And how old were you when you first? I first went vegan when I was 18. Um, I actually turned vegan when I was in college and I just saw a video of, like, some animal cruelty, and that really caught my attention. And then I saw the nutritional benefits and everything. But I was vegan for about eight months, and I figured out that I wasn't feeling well anymore. Like, I was always bloated, and I my stomach was hurting again, and I just wasn't healthy anymore. So I stopped being vegan, and I went back to eating 
just all foods. Um, and then I found a balance. Like right now I don't eat meat. I only eat fish, um, eggs and dairy and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what works best for me. So I think it's like, I don't think vegan is the way to go. I don't think pescatarian is the way to go. I think whatever works for your specific body, you need to figure that out yourself. And that's a process, right? That's a process. That's a process. Yeah. That's definitely, I mean, I'm, you know, double your age Mm -hmm. and plus double your age, (laughs) (laughs) double your age in a a decade, I think. It's okay. But, um, but really for me, it's been the same thing, you know, trying things, putting things in, taking things Mm -hmm. out, going, okay, how do I feel this way? How do I feel that way? And I think at age, you know, different ages, it, it kind of changes too, what you can handle. And you have to be careful of the trends because vegan was a huge trend like a year ago. Yeah. And now it's, you know, apple cider vinegar every morning Mm. or charcoal face mask it's like charcoal breaks me out like yeah. it doesn't work for everyone so i think yeah. doesn't matter if it's a trend if everyone's doing it you have to test it out see if it works in yourself and if it doesn't then just know what works for you in your body and, and i didn't grow up with the trending thing so explain mm-hmm. that a little bit like like social media yeah so that's, that's all i have to say on and, trending and so they just decide this is what's going to be trending i mean i guess celebrities definitely have a huge platform. So Mm -hmm. when you see Kylie doing something or a makeup, um, YouTube vlogger, whatever you want to call it, and they're um, talking about it and saying how much they love it, everyone spends their money, gets it, and that's what trends are. That's what, you know. And then everybody starts using it, and then it just blows up. Yeah, blows up. Like, just face masks have been a huge thing. They never worked for me, ever. Face masks. Yeah. Yeah. They work for me, but only on Halloween. I'm here all hour, folks. <laughs> yes, she is. If I can make my daughter laugh, that's a good thing. So growing up in the house you grew up in. So you grew up in divorced parents. Mm-hmm. You said to me the other day you actually don't have a memory of together family. I don't. I can't remember a time when we're all in the house and my mom and dad's there. Yeah. My two brothers, I have no memory. Now, is that common, do you think, for kids growing up in divorced households today like the majority of the people um, you meet your all age all my closest friends their parents are all still together mm-hmm. they've all been in the same house that they grew up in but you grew up in burbank which is pretty traditional. i grew up in burbank yeah. yes um 10 different apartment buildings but still still burbank never left the zip code <laughs> <laughs> we made sure to stay but yeah yeah what what do you think is your like did you like growing up in burbank I did. Looking back on it, I have an appreciation for it. Um, It does have, like, those small-town vibes where you just kind of know everyone or you have memories of this park or this, like, this coffee shop that you used to go to after school. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I do. I do love Burbank. I have a really good appreciation for it. It's kind of like growing up in the Gilmore Girls living in Burbank. Mm -hmm. It's sort of, like, small. I mean, not quite that small-town vibe, but... But it would just be like, I remember I would say, like, let's go to the mall or something. We'd be in the mall. And you'd be like, don't touch me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know everybody. Seriously. I can't. You'd be like, I can't go to the mall right now. I don't have any makeup on. I'm like, who cares? You're like, you don't understand. My whole high school okay. is going to be at the mall. That's just, that's just teenage girls in general, though. That's... Probably. But there is a chance that you're going to see people yeah. from your school just going out into Burbank. Yeah. And so getting back to the makeup thing a little bit. So who were your influencers, right? Who were people that were like the first people that you sort of followed and said well it all started on youtube i started watching makeup tutorials when i was in seventh grade and jacqueline hill was a huge huge um youtuber for me and Mm -hmm. now she's even bigger than imagined um but i don't really watch youtube videos as much as i used to when i was younger but she was definitely a big influence Mm -hmm. and and her style, like, what about her drew you to her? I think it was just the first time I watched someone put makeup on themselves and made videos on it and inspired me to walk to CVS and buy a bunch of random cheap makeup and test it out on myself. And did you ever take my makeup and test it out on yourself? I still take your makeup. <laughs> Today I used your lash curler. You didn't know. You did use my lash curler. I have two. One sucks and one's really good. I think I use the sucky one. There's one that literally should be in the trash. Well, you should throw it out. Well, now I'll give it to you. <laughs> now that you no, put your eye you. germs on it. Oh, please. <laughs> um, okay, and now who do you follow? Who are like your influencers now? Um, A lot of ce- celebrity makeup artists like 
Makeup by Mario, who does Kim Kardashian. Patrick Daw, who does a lot of the supermodels. Um, even, like, Rachel Goodwin, who does Emma Stone. So is it is it balanced with men and women right now in this field, would you say? Yeah. There's Just a as lot. many men as mm-hmm. women? 100%. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Definitely wasn't that way when I was growing up. Really? Well, n- not so much when I was growing up, but when I started I mean, acting. Kevin Aquan, he was in the 80s. Yeah, I remember Kevin right. Aquan. And I mean, there was a lot of, um, you know, when I would go to set, it mm-hmm. would be mostly female right. makeup artists. Although the guy that did my makeup for Casino was a guy. Hmm. And he was the head makeup artist. I can't remember what his name was. But yeah, he had to put on all those false eyelashes yeah. and no they're they're really talented i mean men or women doesn't matter it's like you have that talent you're naturally it's just natural to you with makeup mm. if you have it you have it and do you think people that are good in makeup are good at putting on their own makeup or can you be lot, like not somebody because because you know you were never somebody to me that wore a lot of makeup Mm-mm. i always like the natural look mm-hmm. and just like fresh skin mm-hmm like when I would when I will do makeup on someone like a crazy blue eyeshadow, I wouldn't do that on myself unless it was like a fun party or something. But I don't know. I think it depends. Do people hit you up now and they're like, "Hey, can you do my makeup? We're going out tonight. Can you do you get that?" Yes, yes. <laughs> that gets annoying, right? Well, one of them is now becoming a hairdresser, so we'll switch. She'll do my hair. I'll do her makeup. You guys could partner up. That, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think the problem with college is that you. You're going to school, but you don't really know what you're going to be when you get out for the most part. And then you don't, you also don't know what that career is going to translate into, you know? Well, I think it starts in high school. If you have no idea what you want, junior, senior year of high school, and you're just going to college, you're still not going to have any idea of what you want. Yeah. I think think it starts in high school. Yeah, that's true. So I want to talk a little bit about crystals because you've gotten me into crystals. Yes. We used to drive... Um, we would do a girls trip every mm-hmm. year to Vegas mm-hmm. um, since you were little. Uh, not little, little, but I would say like mm, eight, nine, something like that. We, yeah. we would come to Vegas. And um, and so we'd always get these like little bracelets mm-hmm. that have stones on them. And they all mean different things. They all Love, mean different health, things. health, money. Yeah. And then, um, and then on one of the trips, it was when you had started. I kind of remember it being where you were into rocks. I feel like it started with some kind of like stones or rocks and then it moved into crystals. Well, I think, um, now that's two different things, right? Crystals and stones. I mean, they're all minerals at the same time. Mm -hmm. Stones are, are, um, what is that called when they're, when they're like polished, like polished. polished Yeah. Yeah. Those are more stones and crystals are hard edges, more natural, organic looking. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're all minerals. I mean, you could have a stone of rose quartz and then a crystal rose quartz. They're the same thing. Mm. It's just their physical appearance. And what, and so when did you get into like that part of it? And honestly, veganism brought me into that spiritual type of hippie dippy crystal (laughs) incense, you know, like. Mm Buddhism. So I think I do have to thank veganism for that because it did bring me um, a piece of... And a little bit of your mother. I think you need to thank your mother do a little I? bit for being I, so open I got you into crystals, though. Yeah, but I think... But I'm talking about the spirituality. Okay. A little bit. And my mother. And her mother. Yes. Who has her own podcast. <laughs> who has her own podcast. <laughs> and I'm here today. Um, so what, so tell me some, like if someone's just starting out in the crystal world, cause I feel like that's what always happens to me is I'm really behind the trend. Like something that you always do to me is mm-hmm. we'll be driving in the car and I'll be like, I love this song. And you'd be like, it's been out for a year and a half. And it's yeah. like, I don't care. I okay, love I'm it. not a bitch like that anymore. I used to say <laughs> that, but now I just don't care. Okay. Now you just secretly text your friends and go, my mom thinks no, this is a new song. I'm not 16. <laughs> no, but you do do that. You are just like, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That, that was popular. Well, I'm just keeping you updated. I'm like, mom, this is a great song. It came out four years ago. <laughs> just letting you know so you don't embarrass yourself. I'm helping you. Well, how would I embarrass myself? Would I be like, hey, so have like, you heard oh, this have new you song? Check out this new song, Bruno Mars. Yeah, if I said that to Kevin, he'd be like, yeah, that must be brand new. No, Kevin would know. Kevin wouldn't. Only if he Googled it. But the one I like is the, um, oh, what's the one? Are you trying to find a song right now? No, the Shawn Mendes song that you just showed me. Something about when I wake up in the morning. Oh. How are they in the morning? 
morning, baby. Yeah. What's that called? Hmm. Can't think of it right now. Anyway, but I like that song a lot. Let's talk about Sean Mendes. All right, let's talk about it. He's hot. Sean Mendes, if you're listening, <laughs> my daughter thinks you're hot. Let's talk more about crystals, actually. Wait, what happened with it? We're in Sean Mendes. You I mean, like... there's nothing to say about Sean Mendes. He's a very attractive man. And Is uh, that your biggest like celebrity his... crush? I don't know. There's so many different... It was Zac Efron. Zac Efron got me. High School Musical. He got me, too. He, <laughs> that was... he got both of us. We bonded over Zac <laughs> we Efron. Bond... We saw Charlie St. Cloud together. Yeah. His blue eyes when he would oh, cry. Oh, God. I give him whatever he wants. <laughs> no, it was... That's inappropriate. It was... <laughs> I guess not anymore. It was funny, He's though, because like I, I know there was a bunch of, like, moms going, like, no, I'll take I'll take her to see High School Musical. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. 17 we'll... again. 17. We'll still watch that again. Yeah. Yeah, is that on? Yeah, well, let's, let's bond over that. That's all right. Girls' night. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's a beautiful man. Um, so that was your celebrity crush. And then yes. who did you move on to from that? I mean, I don't remember. I'm super into just Shawn Mendes looking boys. Bieber. You had a Bieber phase. I mean, everyone had a Bieber phase, but he. I was never obsessed with him. I'm trying to think, were you obsessed with anybody? Um, I don't remember you really being boy crazy over one. Robert Pattinson. Were you really? I don't Team Edward. That. Yeah, I remember being Definitely. Team Edward. I, I'll always love Robert, Robert Pattinson. But I don't remember you being like, like I was in love with Niall David Cassidy. Horn. Niall Horn okay, from I One Direction. That. I remember that one. I was a little, little obsessed with him. But I don't ever remember posters on your wall. I wasn't or... a big poster. I thought they were always so cheesy. I did have a Taylor Lautner poster, which I find yeah. super weird because I didn't like. Because you weren't even Team no. Jacob. Jacob. Um, all right. How do we get on this? Okay. Back to the crystals. Know. So if someone's just starting out, like what are some basic crystals? Like that I think, you think quartz, like clear quartz, rose quartz. Okay. And what do they do? What is clear, clear quartz? quartz is just all clear stones have a very, um, <clears throat> like calming serenity cleansing. Um, I think that's like the most basic rose quartz is helps with love, sexuality, relationships um self-love how does it help with it like let's get down to it how does it so help people with it? ask me like oh what am i supposed to do with them for me personally i have a little mantle in my room where i keep all my big crystals and i put them by my window and they're just pretty to look at i mean if i feel like i'm stressed or i'm sad sometimes i hold one of them or if i'm scared or upset i used to do this thing with one of my best friends, Selva, when we got super stressed out, we'd hold them. Um, we always carry around a bag of crystals in our purses. And we were driving to San Francisco. Okay. And, and what happened? Um, I think we almost got into like a car accident or something super stressful. And we both just held our bag of crystals on our hands and just like took deep breaths. Mm. That's just like what we bonded over a lot. Um, so it's calming. It's like a calming effect. Yeah, it's comforting. And they're do you, pretty. Do you feel like different ones really do different things? Like if you have a different crystal in your hand, do you feel that energy? Um, I feel energy with every crystal. But I don't think it's like I'm holding this crystal that's supposed to make you happy. I'm feeling happy. Like I'm I'm holding one that's supposed to get supposed to be good for, you know, studying. Oh, like it's it's kind of just it's um not a, it's not an automatic quick yeah. fix. Right. It's just an energy field. It's an energy. And would you say that people, so let's talk about love because mm -hmm. that's always an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. So with the rose quartz, that's probably. I give rose quartz to everyone. Everyone who struggles with relationships mm -hmm. and they always come to me and talk about it. I give it to them and be like, you need to find love in yourself first before you expect to find love somewhere else. That's a beautiful message. Yeah, I've given it to a few of my friends. Because what do you think happens if a girl tries to just find love from a guy and doesn't have that self-love? You can't find love from a guy. I don't believe in that. I feel like a guy can love you, but you have to find love in other things other than one guy. You know right. what I mean? Like Shih Tzus. Like dogs, <laughs> yes. Shih Tzus can love you like no one can this love is you. true. So, yeah. So, self-love. So, where, how do you get to that place? I mean, you've always been... This was my biggest fear, right? Because I had two boys. And I'll mm -hmm. tell you, I didn't really want a girl because mm -hmm. I was so afraid 
that I would have like a crazy girl, like just a girl that, and you know, these girls where yeah. it's just like, they're like, with guys, you mean? Yeah. They're like hunting down guys yeah. and they're like, you know, and I would have, to, I'd kill somebody. So that's <laughs> yeah. just, they, I would be in jail. Like right. if some if a guy hurt you right. and you're like, Oh my God, this guy broke up with him, I'd kill him. Like yeah. there's just, there'd be no way around it. Yeah. So that was my biggest fear. Like, how am I going to do that with boys? I didn't worry so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's such a double standard, but I figured like, They'll work it out. They'll figure it out. They'll right. be okay. Not that I want it, my boys' hearts to be broken because if that happened, that would upset me too. But it's just has that ever happened? <sighs> well, no. I mean, I don't know if I can really <laughs> tell this on the on the air. But here's what I will say. Yeah. Uh, Tom was really excited about asking a certain girl mm. to the dance. Okay. And some other girl who he was friends with, mm-hmm. who like who he liked as a friend, mm-hmm. asked him first. Mm-hmm. So he was like practicing like the I'm gonna ask this girl out. Right. And I'm, I'm like, all right, it's gonna be great. But pick him up from school and I'm like, what happened? He's like, somebody asked me out. And I was like, So what'd you say? He's like, I said okay. <laughs> and he was like so dejected. So it was like it was a big deal. I was yeah. like, you have to go tell that girl that you can't go with her, right. that you were gonna ask somebody yeah. else. So it wasn't like his heart was broken, but it's like he was having girl struggles or whatever. Mm. But both my boys have never had a problem as far as like girls liking them. Right. All the girls like right. Tom and Nick. That yeah. was never the issue. Yeah, it's it, very true. It was just like who were they going to be the best suited for and mm-hmm. the best match. But one of the things that I did that I was really conscious of is I just always put a lot of positivity in you guys about yourselves. Mm-hmm. I never you made you feel like you needed somebody no to be whole or to fix you or Mm -mm. to any of that. And I also think I modeled that myself. I was never like, Oh my God, this guy didn't call me back. And now I'm like, always very independent. Yeah. Very independent, very career focused, very like more interested in like friends, I think than actual, like, you know, pining over a guy or something, you know, I mean, I have had those periods, you know, it has happened in my life where there was people and it didn't work out and I was sad, but it never took me down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so talk about that a little bit, that self-love thing, because I feel like there's a lot of girls, young girls out Mm -hmm. there that you know, and that I know that just struggle with this. And I feel like you could actually do your own podcast about (laughs) this topic. I feel like everyone goes through a phase where they're super self. I mean, everyone's self-conscious. Everyone is, you know, I, I don't know. I think social media again has a big part of it. Um, I know that I did struggle with body image issues and I didn't have any, like I had self-love, but like it wasn't real. Like I was just, I wouldn't really talk about it. But it's just hard going, just seeing everyone's different. I don't know how to explain it, really. Like, I I feel like with you, I've never seen you put a guy ahead yeah. of yourself. Why and... would I? <laughs> <laughs> Best answer ever. <laughs> I raised you right. I'm so happy. No, but it's true. It's like, I think that's the difference, is that girls put the guy first. Yeah, because I they never think... understood that. That never clicked with me for some reason. It never made sense to me. I don't know if I just haven't found that, like, oh, my God, I'm head over heels. Like, I would do anything for this. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't found that yet. But There's like, a million guys crying right now. <laughs> this. Like, Damn it. I thought no, I was that guy. I don't know. I'm kind of like you where I like just having a lot of friends mm-hmm. and getting – I'm so young. Like, getting into something serious is not that worth it to me unless I – I mean, again, I haven't found anyone that's made me think like, oh, this is it. This mm-hmm. is the one. Like, uh, that has not happened to me at all yet, which I'm thankful for because I want to be young. I want to live life and I want to just have fun and not worry about anything serious. I think it's too it's too much. It's too stressful and emotion-wise. I mean, yeah. I just couldn't imagine. I don't know. But again, the right one hasn't come yet, so... Yeah, and I think that's... Think if you know, you know. Yeah, that's what they say. But I've also, yeah, I don't know. And I think for some people, well, I I don't know if this is true, but I always feel like it's either love or career for Mm. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I feel some people get that high from love, Mm -hmm. and then some people get that high from career. Well, I know I want to support myself. That is, like, something I've always said when I was younger. I said... I need a career that will support me and only... And my mother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you, okay, but Kevin's <laughs> supposed to be doing that. But anyway, um, 
yeah. I don't know. I just never thought, oh, I need to I need to get married. To I need a man. Yeah. I need someone to take care of me, buy me a house. I'm like, Is no. that generational, though? Are there girls that still feel like I got to get a man to... Because I feel like in my generation, it was a lot of like, you needed the man, you needed mm-hmm. the kids, you needed the stability. It wasn't even a question whether you would have kids or whether you would get married. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if like in your generation, is that kind of going away? I'm not sure. Do girls actually... your age talk about like getting married and having kids and having a guy take um, care of them? I mean, I'm sure they do in a joking way. Like, yeah, I'm going to get some rich guy to take care of me. But like in serious world, do they feel like? I really don't know. I don't think I've ever actually talked about that. Right. That's never been your thing. I mean, hey, if a rich man came into my life, <laughs> I wouldn't push it. him away. I'm just kidding. What are the I qualities? Don't know, man. So what are the qualities you do look for? <sighs> I need someone funny. I need someone to make me laugh. Because if you can't I, make me laugh. I make you laugh. You're not a man. And okay. you're my mother. Okay. So. Well, I'm just saying you have that in your life. Yes, but. Do um, I make you laugh? I think he used to. <laughs> yeah, I make you laugh. As, we used to laugh. It's a very lot. hard for me to laugh. I've noticed. You're like that. me. It's like you're. You kind of have a comics personality. I need someone who has a dry sense of humor. Who's very sarcastic. Dry. Very dry. Because yeah. Goofy doesn't make. Goofy me laugh. doesn't make me laugh. Neither. Never has. <laughs> I need like subtle humor. Yeah. And even then, it's like. I've seen you do this, and this is such a comic thing because I do this too. Even if something's really funny, we just be like, that's funny. Yeah. We comment on it. We don't actually, like, laugh. Yeah. It's always odd to me, people that, like, really laugh about a lot of things. I'm just like, are you, is there something? I think it's fake. I'm like, sometimes I look at people who laugh, who genuinely laugh, like, multiple times in a conversation. I'm like, "It's it's not that funny. Right. There's something not right. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll be in a conversation, I'll say something, and they'll start cracking up. I was like, I'm going to go with it because, you know, I like making people laugh. But I was like, that wasn't funny. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think sense of humor is just something that is, it really differs person to person. Yeah. You know that when you go see a movie with someone Mm -hmm. and someone starts cracking up and you're just like... (laughs) What what are you laughing at? Yeah. Like, like I've been in the movies before and I'm watching a preview and I'm like, this movie's gonna tank. Mm-hmm. And then I hear people just like belly laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there there are people that yeah. find this funny. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like odd to me. Yeah. And then literally what I usually laugh at is something that no one else in the theater found funny. Yeah. Just something that'll really tickle me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I get Okay, that. so sense of humor is important. What else? Sense of humor, um, they have to look like Sean Mendez. We're back to that. <laughs> um, Do you think Sean Mendez has a sense of humor? I don't know. I don't know. You know what's crazy about your generation? Not to interrupt you, but I have yeah. to say this. Your generation is like, you know, they, they had that saying that they have where it's like, don't meet your heroes. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, like your generation, what's really fucked up about it is that you guys can actually like kind of meet your heroes in a way because like all right so like i was obsessed with like say david cassidy right mm-hmm. growing up there were no like i couldn't like just go on his on his life and mm-hmm. watch what he did on tuesday and like mm-hmm. see him at a birthday party like laughing like you guys can really get like with some celebrities yeah you can really get they right, share like most, a lot like most of them you're just like wow now i'm at your parents house for dinner <laughs> It's like I have a crush on you, yeah, and now, weird. now I know that you don't like nuts. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you eat oatmeal, and you tell me a whole story about... It's like they're very... It's interesting. It's like everything's exposed. Yeah. So so that's got to be hard. Has there ever been like somebody that you really like liked and followed on social media, and they did something, and you're like, oh, that's a turnoff? Like in person, not a celebrity. Or celebrity. Yeah, no, I mean, like, say you're following Sean Mendes, and all of a sudden you hear the sound of his voice talking. You're like, oh, terrible. Yeah, no, I have thought that <laughs> specifically about his voice. Like, I like it better when you sing. I'm not going to watch your stories anymore. Yeah. So it can backfire for a celebrity. Because I like mystery. I don't like mm-hmm. to know everything. Yeah. Like, that was always my problem with dating guys, is that don't tell me everything. Don't, you know what I mean? What do you mean don't tell you everything? Like, like, you know, you start dating a guy and then they're like, hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? Or like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what I did yesterday. This is what I, I'm so, at some, such place yeah. eating something, thinking about you. It's like, yeah. I don't need to know you're having, you know, eggs thinking about me. <laughs> Just keep that to yourself. Let me wonder what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember this guy got in a big fight with me one time because he texted me. I didn't have my phone with me. It was like I was working and I just had my phone on the desk. And by the time I got to it, it was like all these like 
text messages and I was like, he's like, you just like disappeared for, you know, three hours. If you're going to tell me everything you do, just call me so we can get it over get with. Get it after. <laughs> I don't need to waste time reading, texting back, you know. It's exhausting. It's exhausting, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, where were you? It's like, you know, like, oh, you gotta, oh, I hate that. Yeah, you got to give me like a heads up oh, where you were. I'm like, I didn't even know. I hate that. <laughs> like, I didn't even know you six months ago. Yeah. How was your life going before you met me? Like, I know. I didn't know you six months ago. And now I dropped out for a couple hours and you're like in a. Yeah. You're frantic. That's Why? one thing that freaks me out. It's like psycho. It's a little stalking. It's a little like clingy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, act like you're too cool. I need someone who... Yeah, act like you don't but care. But still genuine and nice, right. you know? Like, care, but don't act like care, care too much. Yeah. But so it's funny. cute when they do, when they do care. It's about certain things. Certain things. Yeah. Not about what I ate for breakfast or... No, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 hard for guys, I think, too, because it's like... Are you venting about Kevin right now? Is no. what's happening? No, Kevin's extremely clingy. Kevin's... <laughs> you know, I love that about him. You, know you do. I mean? It just worked out. Yeah. Oh, he, okay, good. It worked out, but there was, yeah. But in my dating life, it was different. You know, mm. it just wasn't, I don't know. I think, I think in marriage, you know, um, I just heard this recently. Somebody says like, you just like, I don't know, you get to a place where it's like, you can live with the person. Mm-hmm. You can just live with them. Mm-hmm. All the things that are important dating is mm-hmm. different than like, can I live with this person? Right. Like the thing about him and I, where it works is that we're both, we both like our own time alone away from each other. You know what I mean? Like he'll go up in his room. I'll be in my room. Like we have separate rooms. We have our separate lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or we can be in the house. We don't have to be talking to each other. Like he can be watching TV. I can be journaling. I'm doing what I like. He's doing what he likes. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we're on top of each other. You know, it, it wouldn't work for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think it just kind of works for us, Hmm. you know? Um, but who knows? It's marriage number three. So, (laughs) I'm just like listening, listening. Uh, yep. Yep. So anyway, so back to you. It's a sense of humor. Oh yeah. I forgot we're talking about this. What was the second thing? I don't know. If I like you, I like you. I'm super picky. Yeah. I me have too. to like have a con- instant connection with you. Like I can meet a guy and go out for two seconds and know instantly if I like him or not. I don't have to talk or get to know him at all. I can just have a basic conversation with him, talk about the weather the news, whatever, and I'll know if I like him or not. It's something in the eyes. Like, sometimes, like, every guy that I've liked, they have, like, a certain look in their eyes. I don't know. It's, like, a weird connection. I guess that's normal, right? And not, like, a certain color eyes. It's just a certain look. Yeah, I mean, usually I like, like, dark hair, dark eyes, um, dark eyebrows. Right. Like, dark features, just in general. I don't know. But and that means I'm open to. Any... That means you'll probably wind up with a blonde with blue eyes. That's exactly. how it goes. Exactly. Because that's what I was always into. I was always into blonde with blue eyes, and always... two of the three guys I married have dark hair and dark eyes. So yeah. You, just, you, never, you know. never know. You never know what it's going to be. You know Mm-mm. what I mean? What's going to be your your thing necessarily? No. And then when you, a lot of your friends do like Tinder. They do match or no? Match. No, that's like old people, right? <laughs> old people do match. I don't know what you're Bumble. talking about for a second. Plenty of yeah, fish. They do that. Plenty shit. of fish. They, they all What's do plenty Tinder. of fish. It's a fucking website for like people trying to. How do you people. know what plenty of fish is? Because <laughs> I have a lot of single girlfriends that are still looking um, no, for somebody. No, Tinder was definitely a huge thing. That was more. That more had like um. That had more of a hookup vibe. Not. I don't know. I've never been on Tinder. Um, but I know, I feel like Bumble, I know a lot of people who've started relationships on Bumble. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more serious, but you can also use that as a social media platform too, like for work and for friends. Right. Cause there's a thing on there because I did look into that because you can like meet people for business stuff, mm-hmm. like for real estate and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. But I just feel like low key, that's sort of like an out for people right. who are in relationships. Like you're right. on Bumble. It's like, it's for work. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> That's how they put that on there. Like, people really on there for work? Probably not. Know, Two weird. in the morning, you're like texting I people. Mean, yeah. I'm trying to get a car deal. It's like, no, you're not. I know. Yeah. You They're know. lonely. Yeah. I just want to talk to people. See, it's just a strange thing for me because I, 
I couldn't tell from a picture and a mm-hmm. profile if I like you. Yeah. And the problem is you set up like that date or whatever with that person. So scary. And then it's like you're sitting there at dinner and you're like, you, you're you like me, you know, in the first Well, that's why you minutes. never go on dinner on the first date. Oh, my it's God. It's always a coffee, coffee, like something easy you can get out of if it's weird. Just if dinner, you get a nice dinner. You know if what I mean? If they pay for it. Oh, they have to. I mean, no I've been options. on a date where I chipped in or like paid half. You don't ever reach. And that's how I knew I didn't reach. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt bad. I saw the guy sweating at the bill and I was like, you know what? This is stupid. Let me split it with you. Your mom thought you were right. You never reach. You're like, I didn't reach. I didn't reach. Then he started like checking his bank balance. Sweat dripping from his forehead. (laughs) Poor guy. You know, it didn't work out with him, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me. Oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, you know it's like bad when the guy's like, real quick, I'm just gonna check my bank balance. Uh, like, oh god. I know. Yeah. But again, I'm still not young. You're young, no and so one, it's yeah, like no one has a serious job making serious money. So it's what that's it's whatever. Yeah. So my next boyfriend will be thirty years old. Yeah, I mean, I always think, like, you're going to wind up with somebody older. I've just always felt that. I would like to, yeah. You've always been an old soul. Always you know been more I mean? mature. 100%. Yeah, but you know what? Age is a number, because I've met guys that are super young that are really mature. Yeah. I always dated guys that were younger than me, but they were, like, mature. Mm. on like, a house. Those kind of guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, like... Yeah. It doesn't depend on age. Just yeah. depends on the person. It doesn't depend... How they're raised. How they're raised. Their family's a huge deal for me. Totally. If I'm getting serious and I don't feel it with the family, it's a bad sign. That's an important thing. You do it's kind very of mar- important. You do kind of marry into the family. You do. And I want to have another family. Especially if they're... Cl- Why do you want another family? Because I don't like the ones I got now. I want this family. They're amazing. <laughs> We're amazing. I mean, you, you are the product of, like, mixed family. I have such a crazy family. Like, All around. Different. Yeah. All. I know. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. So, um... I guess that's the one thing, going back to divorced parents, is I have the most family out of all my friends, of anyone I know. It's like family from mm step-parents. Even though they're not my real family, they still treat me, you know? We all still treat each other like we're family, which is nice. Yeah, and it it gives you a lot of diversity, too. For sure. It gives you, like, a lot of people to, you know, to have in your life, you know, and as it I know if I needed something, they would be there for me. You know. So you just recently went to New York. Tell me about that. I did go to New York. I am assisting a makeup artist right now who does Olivia Munn's makeup. And she's very talented. I met her through social media or Instagram. I don't know why I keep saying social media like I'm 50 years old. <laughs> it's Instagram. <laughs> talking about Instagram. Social media has a... Yeah, so I met her through there. And I've been assisting her for about four months. And she was doing Olivia for the VMAs, and I flew out to assist her, and I visited my family in Jersey while I did that. So, yeah, that was really cool. Very grateful. Feeling very happy. That's another question I have, social media. So um, Instagram? I know. I was going to say, is that pretty much all anybody uses right now? I love Instagram, especially for makeup. And, like, Mm -hmm. I love photography, too. I've always loved photography and just pictures. So just looking at pictures all day, not all day, but, like, when I go on and looking at people's work and getting inspiration, I love it. I also love Pinterest. Now you're 65 years old. Cricket, cricket, (laughs) cricket. I think it's such a nice... Pinterest is fun. It Mm -hmm. is. And there's so much to look at on Pinterest. I know. I feel like the difference with Pinterest and and Instagram is like... Instagram is like, it's got to be people I'm following. So I follow like a lot of comics Mm -hmm. and then a lot of like fitness trainers. Yeah. So it's literally just like... All the things you Where like. people are performing and then, like, yeah. what exercises people are doing. That's, yeah. like, my entire well, Pinterest Instagram. is more for ideas and, like, inspiration and, like... But, like, if you type something into Pinterest, like, mm-hmm. you can get so much... So much. ...information on that one thing. I know. You know, so I do like it. And, and yeah. I don't... I don't even know that I follow anybody on Pinterest. No. I don't know how I get all that. It's just all in there. Yeah. It's almost like a collage board. That's what it reminds yeah, me of. It's like it is. It's like it's making an online your own. collage. Yeah, like you're making your own collage. Yeah. But, but I, a Twitter was a huge thing in high school. I think it's still huge for people, but for me, I kind of fell off it. Yeah. Like, I don't go on as much. I don't tweet, like... Well, because you can kind of 
tweet on an Instagram yeah. post. That is what you're doing. Yeah. You're like typing what you want to type. Mm-hmm. And Facebook just completely died for you guys. Well, I actually started going on Facebook a lot after I graduated high school. I never went on during mm-hmm. high school. But once I left, graduated high school, I went on a lot more often. Which is weird. That is weird. But now. But not, now not so much. Not like so in much. college, co- like Facebook was huge again. Well, the other thing that's weird is like it's so hard to keep up that many accounts. Like yeah. I have a Facebook account. Like my But there's personal nothing account. to keep up. You don't have to post. Like, yeah. you're not being forced to post anything. No, but, like, when I go on there, I have to read all the stuff that I hadn't been caught up on. You know oh, what I mean? See, I like, don't read anything unless I Even when something. people send you stuff or messages or... Do I respond to your Instagram DMs? Yeah. What do I say? Cool. You send me a heart. But that's what I respond to. Yeah. But I'm just saying on Facebook, there's a lot of, like notifications yeah the thing with instagram is like it's just one spot and it's like they liked it or they commented and that's it but facebook is like fuck you got invited to this or it's so-and-so's birthday someone's doing a charity have you contributed it's like yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's too much that's what i like about instagram is that it's super simple super simple but for comics i feel like twitter is still sort of popular and twitter is popular but for me yeah. personally but I for don't... what you do because you post a lot of pictures i do post a lot of pictures yeah. whatever happened to tumblr um i haven't been on in a while but that was like my first um social media platform where it was just pictures yeah yeah i loved it so um you just turned 21 i did how is that it's amazing what, what about it is amazing? Like, what feels feel different? feel free. I feel like I can explore L.A. like a normal adult now. Because there's nothing you can't get into anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. Except the 18 Club. What is it? The Teen Club. Oh, yeah. The Teen Club. I tried to go with my little sister on the cruise. And they saw that I didn't have a wristband on. They kicked me out. <laughs> You're too old. A weird feeling. <laughs> You're too I old I went to into in the here. club, to the Teen Club, where, like, it was a nightclub. And, like, there was, you know dark lights ambient lights going on or whatever and like teen music and they wouldn't let me in there and i was trying to look for my sister and they wouldn't let me in it was weird <laughs> like it's too i old. still feel young i know you, i am young you are young you're 21 but i could yeah. i still feel 18 i'll tell you what i'll i'll give you a little heads up it never changes like why you still feel 18? i still feel i still feel like I feel like 30. I'm in my 20s. Mm. I do. It's weird. When all your friends used to come over, you remember at the Lincoln House? Yeah. We lived in Burbank that, like, your last couple of high school years. Mm-hmm. When they would all come over, like, I'd literally plop myself down with your friends and just start talking. Yeah. And, be, and I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't. I gotta no, go. <laughs> but we never thought any. We love, like, obviously, my friends love you. And you always, you're just cool. I love your friends. Yeah, thank you. We had, um... I never strict or, like... We were always a really good kid, too. You know what I mean? It's not like I had to lay the smack down on you. You were like, you know... I mean, I felt like everything that you were doing was just super normal. Yeah. So I didn't get freaked out. Like, yeah, I know. I leave the house. You're having a high school party. I know what's happening, you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't want you to break my... uh, What did you... You broke my... uh... I didn't break it. Carly broke your countertop. (laughs) She just outed you, Carly. Whatever. (laughs) She knows it. No, I knew. she. You told me she did it. Yeah. That was the thing. It's like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, when you guys went out of town, you went out of town a lot, but there was one time you went out of town and I didn't, I threw a party, but it was like a party for me was like 10 people because I was so scared of getting (laughs) the cops coming to my house or whatever. (laughs) So I invited like 10 to 15 of my closest friends and I cleaned up so well, except for that broken piece of bathroom. I was just going to say. And a bottle cap. Okay. I was getting to it. (laughs) Okay. They found a bottle cap like a week later. (laughs) Of a beer, and I was like, "Fuck! I didn't even know there was beer in the house." <laughs> oh my god, so funny because you, you were so like, I had no idea. I really, literally, had no idea That's that you had so thrown funny. a party. And I then, also a picture. <laughs> and then I saw that bottle cap on the ground, and Kevin was still drinking beer at that time. Oh really? But it wasn't a brand that he drank, oh. and I was like. What is this? And then we also found alcoholic in your room under your bed or something. And you were like, it's not mine. It's. No, this is how I asked you. There were two bottles of like, they were like, it's so gross. Like I've never drank so much. (laughs) High school was so disgusting. Like (laughs) it was just so gross. 
Um, I had two full bottles of vodka under my bed and all of a sudden they were gone. And I went into my mom's office and I was like, did you go in my room? There was something under my bed I was looking for. And she's like, what are you looking for? And I said, there was a hundred dollar bill under my bed (laughs) and it's not there anymore. And then she's like, no, I haven't seen it. And I walk out. She's like, you mean the two bottles of vodka? (laughs) No, I said, no, I didn't find any money. I did find, however, two bottles of vodka. I don't remember how that conversation went and down. You were like, you, you just came back in. You just came back in and started cracking up. No, the funniest, the funniest. You threw high it school. down the drain. I was like, Mom, those are, those are, that's money. That's yeah, fifty bucks it. down we the drain. We threw it air quotes down the drain. No, no I'm just kidding. That's... Kevin's like completely wasted on the couch. No, no, you know my favorite high school story, which this is a great high school story because that we never solved the mystery for years. Oh, the so, condom. Uh, yeah, so I go to. <laughs> The condom story. So I grab a jacket. I had like this um, sweatshirt that I got when we went to Sundance that Mm -hmm. one year. And so I go to put on my sweatshirt and in the pocket of my sweatshirt is a a condom wrapper. So not even the condom, but the wrapper. And as a newly married woman, I'm like, do I need to be worried? Like Kevin, like that was my first thought. Oh, it was. Yeah. I thought, well, maybe... Kevin sleep with someone in my office and put the wrapper in my jacket. Like what the fuck? I didn't think you, it didn't even cross my mind because, because I just felt like, I don't know. felt like you would have thrown it away or whatever. Yeah. So I questioned him and he's like, no. And I'm like, and I could tell by the way he said it. I'm like, he really was like confused. Yeah. Cause I'm really good at setting that up. Like, Hey, this is interesting. What's this? You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, I have no idea. So, so then I questioned you. You questioned Nick, too. I questioned your brother. I called your brother. Yeah. I was like, hey, were you randomly, like, at my house and had sex with some girl and threw the wrapper in my jacket? <laughs> my He's jacket. like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's so funny. We have, It's so funny with me and my kids. We have, like, the craziest relationship. We could talk about anything. Yeah. So then I questioned you, and you were really, like, legit confused. I was very confused. And I just kept I saying. I swore it was Kevin. I was like, yeah. fucker. Yeah, yeah. Cheated on you, Mom. <laughs> Because I knew it wasn't me. I know. And I was like, it wasn't me. It wasn't, you know. You were trying to question my friends. Yeah, I did question your friends. (laughs) Hey, like, was it that slut? (laughs) So and so. (laughs) Anyway. So and so. So I think we just sort of narrowed it down. And what I thought. Oh my God, that scared the shit out of me. What is it, my foot? My foot was moving in the corner of my eye. (laughs) Something in the room. So. So here's what I narrowed it down to in my head. This is how I, because it was like months had gone by and we hadn't justified it. So what I figured is you had one of those high school parties. Mm -hmm. Some girl was cold. She went into the office. She put on my jacket. She went and had sex with a guy. She threw the wrapper in in my coat pocket and then hung the jacket back up. That's That's what I thought. The only part of that story that was unrealistic to me was I was like, she probably wouldn't have hung the jacket back up. Like, that was yeah. the only part where I was like, no. Yeah. Anyway, so tell how so we find we, out. I just figured this out, like, randomly. I don't know if I was looking at pictures. It's been years, right? It's it was been, been years. years. It ha- It was, what, 2015? Yep. So, three years ago. Um, I, there was a senior prank, like, that happened in choir. And a bunch of girls, like, took me in a and a few of my friends from my house to do, like, you know, this classic senior prank. Like, we're going to mess with you, make you eat food, draw on your face, that kind of stuff. And it was they took us at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. My parents were out of town, Mom and Kevin. And um, I was wearing her sweater. I was wearing that sweater that night. Because they pulled you randomly. They and pulled so you us just outside of the, the house. Jacket. Yeah, I just grabbed the jacket. And they... I can't even remember. They, they blew up condoms. Oh, that's and right. And they tied them to your head No, or they, like, made us get these, like, condoms. I don't know what we did with them. Like, we, flavored condoms. Yeah, they were, like, mine was, like, a cherry condom, and I blew it up. And I, oh, there was a picture on my Instagram where I was, like, blowing a condom. <laughs> People thought it was, like, a balloon animal, so they didn't mess with it. But I was, like, blowing up condom, and it was red, and I saw the jacket, and I was, like, <gasps> I put, I unwrap uh, the condom and put it in the pocket of that jacket. And I just realized it, like, literally a month ago. I texted you about oh it. Oh, my God. She sends me the picture. So insane. And it was just hysterical. And yeah. that's how we solved the I can't condom wrapper. Believe... Oh, my God. Don't touch me with your foot. Uh, it's a small room. We're already in a dark closet. 
My mom has me do this podcast. I walk in. She has a huge closet, by the way. There's a coffee table. There's crystals. There's a light. She's burning incense. And then she turns off the light. Like, what's going going on in here? We're doing a podcast or? Yeah. Well, see, when this podcast gets like 10 million followers and we have like a big studio, you'll be able to say when I hope we first I wasn't started. Boring. No, you weren't boring at all. I mean, Sorry, listen. continue your thought. No, I was going to say we'll be in a big studio and you'll be like, when I did this podcast uh, yeah. first, we were in a closet. Why am I talking like? I don't know. That's what you're going to talk like in my mind when you're 40. When I'm 40 and smoking. All right. Well, this has been, I think, fascinating. You were very God, funny. I hope so. Yeah. If you like this podcast, <laughs> please follow her. Give us your Instagram. It's Elena, A-L-A-I-N-A-A-A, Lynn, L-Y-N-N. At? Well, that's it. And there's no at. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it would be an at. Um, but we will post it so you guys can follow her. What do you have coming up next? Um, Olivia Munn is doing press tour in L.A. And I am assisting Carly Fisher. I don't know if I mentioned her. Her name is Carly Fisher. and She's very talented. Very talented girl. Her dad, quick story, her dad, it's not even a story, her dad went to um, college with my dad. But you guys didn't They're know that. They're Pledge Brothers, no. How did you put it together? So her, um, she posted a thing looking for assistance in LA, and I've been following her work, and I loved it. I always loved her work. So I quickly um, sent a video of myself, you know, saying, hi, I'm Elena Barbara Giovanni, blah, blah, blah. And her dad watched that video, apparently, with her. And in his mind, he said, Barbara Giovanni, that's not a common name. And he went to Facebook, looked at my dad, saw that I was his daughter. He didn't say anything until apparently she picked me as her assistant, I think. And then he told her. And then he calls up my dad at work. Hey, so uh, looks like your daughter is assisting my daughter now. And Isn't that crazy? Crazy. That's synchronicity. Yeah. You must have been holding a crystal. <laughs> I must have. That's how that went down. All right, you guys, we'll put uh, we'll put her social media, her Instagram information, my social media platform, her uh, her Instagram information, so you guys can follow and my Facebook. Let's put the Facebook out there. We'll put everything up there. If any creepers contact her, and I'm talking to a lot of my male friends, I will have to kill you. So don't do that. Don't talk to me unless you look like Shawn Mendes. I'll tell you what's crazy is that a lot of my friends have known you since you were little, and they're like, "Hey, who's that in the picture with you?" It's my daughter. None of your guy friends. None of any guy friends, like your guy friends or my dad's guy friends, like look at me. Or my brother's guy friends. They're not supposed to. They know better. No, they I know. give me Italian stare down. We used to be fun and have, like, you know, talks when I was younger. Yeah, and now they can't even look at they you. They can't even look at me. That's They're good. all awkward. They won't even hug me. I'm like, ugh, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, hashtag me too. Nobody hug anybody. I guess not. <laughs> all right, this has been fun. Signing off, everybody. Thanks for tuning Signing in. Signing off. Tuning out. Bye. Hasta luego. Luisa. Luisa. <laughs>